Hello everybody, my name is Michelle. And I'm Jamie, and we are two friends who live a thousand miles apart. One in the northern state of Minnesota. And the other in Colorado, but we're making it work. Welcome to our podcast. This is Spiritual Friendship. Welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Friendship. This is your host, Michelle and Jamie. Hey, guys. So we have a few small announcements this week. As usual, if you want to start, you can support us with monthly donations. This will allow us to create engaging content more frequently that can be accessed on more platforms. You can also send us a voice message. We actually did get one voice message, so thank you very much. This will allow us to hear what you have to say, and you may be featured on a future episode. We will also take a break after 10 episodes. So this is our 10th episode. Season 2 will begin with episode 11. And just as a reminder, next week we're not going to be having an episode upload because this is going to be our little break. But then the week right after that, we will be having an episode upload. So what is that like? What is today? <laughs> I think... Today's the second. Yeah, so today is the second, which is not our usual recording day, but this... Um, today we had an episode that was released, and then next week is going to be the 9th. We will not have an episode release. And then on the 16th, we'll have an episode. So two days after Valentine's Day, you guys. Yes. So that's fun, because I think my sweetheart's going to be on that one. (laughs) So happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's (laughs) Day. Well, happy early Valentine's Day. But yes. Okay. Are we ready to get into the episode? Did you want to talk a little bit beforehand or what? So, um, just to let you know, all of you guys know, I guess, I'm a little tired, but I'm going to do my best. Today we're talking about severe anxiety and panic attacks, and these are going to be all my personal experiences. Did you want to talk about anything before we get into this? Because this is a lengthy topic. (laughs) Um, Do you have any? I don't, I don't think, I, honestly, I haven't gone through it too much, because I want to wait until, you know, I have questions, like, during it, because I'll okay. come up with, like, a billion questions, and, like, I won't remember okay. any of them. <laughs> That's fine. So, we'll just hop right into it, then. Okay. So, um, we're going to be talking about a few things. The first one is, what is anxiety? So, I just kind of, um did a little bit of research on what anxiety was, and this is what I found during my research. So anxiety is classified as a mental health disorder, which brings feelings of worry, anxiety, and fear that are strong enough to disrupt and interfere with daily activities. Um, Some examples of these are anxiety disorders and panic attacks, OCD, which is obsessive-compulsive disorder, and PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. I kind of wanted to um, talk briefly about panic disorder real quick Mm -hmm. uh, because I did have that um, severe panic attack last week or whatever it was at work. Yeah. So basically what happens is you kind of get a really strong feeling that you're like in danger or that you're could possibly die and it just comes on really, really um, fast and I... um, had to go lay down actually because I couldn't work and I almost took the rest of the day off but anyways we'll go into that deeper I just wanted to say that I had one very recent and it was very scary (laughs) so 
Uh, basically, then, what a panic attack is, is a sudden or intense fear that is based on a perceived threat rather than immediate danger. So you're not really in danger, but your brain basically like you doesn't think comprehend that you are. Is that how it is? Like, you just think that you're in danger, even though you're not yeah. really in danger? Yeah. So your brain kind of just, like, sends a signal to the rest of your body telling you that you are in danger when you're really not. But when you're in a panic attack, you can't really, like, turn that off. It just, it just doesn't work. Well, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so before you start getting too in-depth with it, I just wanted to go briefly over a talk that you and I actually had a little while ago about how panic attacks and OCD and PTSD can actually be classified as a certain like kind of disability. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is actually, even migraines are actually considered a, a disability, and we're going to talk about like disabilities like in the workplace and in school at some point. However, right now we're not going to go into that. We're just going to go into like what exactly it is but this is classified as a disability yeah so me and michelle were talking actually because um her job was hiring and uh, we were going to try and see if maybe i could apply for it (laughs) but she asked her boss and we'll talk about this in another episode we have it all planned out but Mm -hmm. she asked her boss how that worked with like anxiety and stuff like that and her boss was kind of just like yeah no (laughs) pretty much yeah yeah because it it can be um Some jobs do consider it a disability because you obviously have to take time off. If something happens, you have to step away from work. Not all jobs are okay with that. My job is okay with that. So thankfully, like, if it does happen to me, I just tell my boss and she's like, hey, go lay down. Or, like, when I had my panic attack, she was just like, you're okay. Remember, you're okay. You're not in danger. Are you alone? Just breathe. Like, she kind of talked to me through it. Even though we were in a meeting, she was just, like, talking to me. And like, hey, go lay down or do whatever you need to do to calm down, essentially. Michelle's job is not like that. Yeah, my job is not like that. I told them about my migraines and they're like, okay, um, cool. So, yeah. yeah. Um, But we're going to go into like ADA and disability and and stuff like on the legal side of it at a later point in time. But right now this is going to be a lot like our migraine episode where we just discuss what it is, what it's like, and how it kind of affects our lives. Yeah. So, basically, um, these go hand in hand with one another, but a panic attack is anxiety at its max episode, is how I like to describe it. Now, for my story, and this is a long one, you guys, so grab some popcorn or some coffee and just get ready for it. (laughs) So... When did I start experiencing anxiety? So I think I've always had anxiety, but my root cause probably comes from experiences that happened to me when I was a young child. Um, I did not grow up with a very nice stepfather, and I'm sure you guys can probably imagine where I'm going with that. I do believe I suffer from PTSD and have been told by my therapist that I show signs of PTSD. That is post-traumatic stress disorder, and you get it when you go through a lot of traumatic experiences um, at any point in time in your life. This all came to light for me in 2013 when I moved to Minnesota from Colorado. I started having these episodes where I would feel like worried or scared and I would get like a hot sensation like all the way throughout my body. Um, It mainly uh, for me is in my chest so I'll feel really really hot and it just gets like tingly I would get shaky and my heart would pound really hard or race super fast, like heart palpitations. 
I wish I could give you every experience, but the truth is I'm a 27-year-old mom who also has a shitty memory, so I'll just... <laughs> I'm probably just going to jump around a bit and explain what I can remember. I, I can remember a lot, but there are some things, obviously, that I can't. So what triggered it? Um, so I think, to be honest, I've, I've always had anxiety. It's just kind of like how I, I grew up around a mom who has anxiety. But when I was in Colorado, I did a lot of things that I probably shouldn't have done. So, like, I did do drugs and, you know... I'm not going to go Which, again, too is deep. another episode. Yeah. So I know I'm not going to talk about all those right now, but I think that those kind of really brought it all to light because I went through a pretty hard withdrawal in Colorado from a drug, and it just, I feel like it kind of just, like, sparked something in me that, like, scared the shit out of me because it was so bad. It's so strange because it's just, you know, this drug is what kind of caused all of this to become as bad as it is now. So, so. Yeah, because the feeling that you get when you're on a certain drug or, like, how you feel when you're, like, coming off of a drug, so withdrawal. Now I'm, like, always terrified to feel that again. And I kind of, like, tell myself that I'm going to feel that way no matter what I do. So, like, if I eat something weird or if I drink something, like, or anything I do, I just get terrified that I'm going to feel that way again. And I don't want to feel that way. So that's kind of, like, how I'm at with my anxiety right now. Um... Wow. So, yeah, that was, yeah. So, 2013, I was, what, 19 years old? I think so. I think that's around, that around the 1920, something like that. Yeah. So, it's now 2020. So, it's been uh, seven years. Yeah. And most of my profound experiences with anxiety have happened, actually, within the last six years. So, are they still as bad as they were before, or have they gotten worse, or what would you say? I mean, I wouldn't say they've gotten worse. I definitely get them um, more often. But um, that's just because right. within, for the last, like, six months, it's been, like, at its worst for me. Oh, okay. And and I don't know why. Like, my, that whole uh, period of time where I, like, wasn't eating and I lost all that weight before I came to see you. Mm-hmm. That's like that's the worst that I've been, and I'm I'm trying not to like go back to that point. Right. So right. Yeah. <laughs> Which can we just say like one thing here? So you came to visit me, and you went to uh, Cave of the Winds. You remember that? Yeah. So Jamie went to Cave of the Winds with me. She had a serious panic attack in the cave, which you go down there and you, like, explore the cave and stuff like that. But, like, she worked through it, and we worked through it together. And I thought that yeah, was really I, awesome that you are able to do that. Well, it really helped that the tour guide came to me and kind of, like, put his hand on me, and he was, like, talking to me. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Like, I, I was all, like, crying and everything, and he's like, just breathe and I was like oh I don't know if I can do this of course my girl's like like 20 feet ahead of me and I'm still like trying to get to this cave like like, are you okay are you okay (laughs) (laughs) I felt so bad I was like oh god all I'm doing is making Jamie go into like 900 panic attacks because you also did the little like gondola gondola. ride thing over the royal gorge as well which was honestly that was terrifying for me too but you know (laughs) really you did not seem like it at all i I know because i was trying to get you to calm down and i was focusing on helping you out (sighs) i wish i could have focused on something besides my anxiety i'll tell you that right now (laughs) the big ass drop (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. So yeah, the Royal Gorge is a huge. Um, was it's like a bridge over like the longest suspension bridge I think that we have in the world. Honestly, it is. Yeah. And so we rode the gondola ride, which is right next to the bridge across. And so, yeah, just so you know, I've got a visual aura right now. So I'm trying to like focus on a lot of different things that's going on. It was it was an experience. We'll just say that. Yes, but once again, Jamie got through it. I mean, it there did. wasn't really a choice in that one. You can't really go. Oh, back. no. <laughs> so, there was a lot of tears, but we made we it. We did make it. Yeah. Yeah. So the best way, I guess, that I can... Um, explain my anxiety is that I'm constantly worrying like all day long. I worry about uh, unrealistic situations mm-hmm. happening all the time and it kind of affects my daily life. I have a lot of fears and I wrote a few of them down for you guys. So my main ones are the water that I'm drinking being poisoned or drugged like I had already said, the food I'm eating having been tempered, tampered with, Something happening to my son, beyond my control, feeling weird or not feeling myself. I can't even take pills. And lately, which has been really bumming me out, I can't even take my protein shakes. But I did buy a new one. And that's my goal to try and get back into it. So it's sitting on my counter and I opened it today. So we'll see. <laughs> um, I also have anxiety about being too cold or too hot. Being too tired and feeling drowsy. And so many things, but only a few that I can think of offhand are those ones. Those are, like, my main ones. So how do you deal with those ones? Like, the water one, for example. Like, when we go out to eat or something like that, are you okay? Or, like, how do you deal with it? So I went out to eat for lunch today. And it was a place that I'd never been to. And before I even got my water, I was sitting there thinking, like, crap, I should have brought my water in. But... When I was at church, I left my water, like, not next to me, so I was scared to drink it, and I refused to drink it because I didn't know if somebody – and that's church, right? Like, yeah. somebody's really going to do something to my water at church. <laughs> but I just – I can't get over that feeling, so I actually dumped it out when I got home. But I did drink the water at the restaurant, but I sipped it. Mm-hmm. I'll never just chug water. I'll sip it, and ha- I'll sit there and have to be like, Jamie, it's okay. Just drink it. Just don't think about it. So I just sip it, and I'll try and sip as much as I can. And then when I'm eating at a new place – I try and just, like, not think about it. I'll eat half the food and not all of it. And then just be like, I'm full, even though I'm not. (laughs) So what if someone was there to, like, drink the water? Like, if I was there and I, like, drank some of the water, like, out of your glass just to be like, it's, you know, it's okay or something. Is that something that is, that you've thought about doing? Or are you just like, no? It it wouldn't work because Nick's mom and his, um, her boyfriend were sitting across from me and they both got water and they were just chugging theirs. I know it's okay. It's just something in me that just can't get over it. I've been trying really hard, though. I just have to tell myself, like, it's fine. No one's going to freaking put anything in your water. Like, you're fine. Right. (laughs) So it's gotten a lot better. Like, I used to drink, like, maybe eight ounces of water a day. Maybe. And now I can drink my whole 72-ounce jug. Oh, my God. You have this giant... Juggle. Yeah, I'm like you. You're I, gonna die. You're made of 100% water, not this 80% bullshit. I'm. Look, it's right there. <laughs> Me and Brandon, yeah. we call it the Jamie jug. I just took a sip of it. I'm coming a long way. <laughs> I have a lot of water to catch up on today because I took a nap and I didn't drink anything at church. <laughs> so yeah, so those are a few of my worries. I have, but I'm getting better. It's just some days are easier than others. Right, day by day. Yeah, but I suffer pretty badly from anxiety, and it's a day-to-day thing for me. Like I said, things have 
been recommended and I'm too afraid. Okay, so things that have been recommended for me personally and I'm too afraid to try. So these, I'm going to go into a little bit um, of things that people have recommended for like therapy or trying to get over my anxiety. Because I currently do not take anything because I'm too scared. <laughs> so my therapist, who I haven't seen in like a year, <laughs> actually recommended medication. This is always the number one recommendation for anxiety my dad's on it and he swears by it um or there's a type of therapy that is strictly six to eight weeks it's a course and um currently I cannot afford to commit to it but it's called EMDR and um they basically it's kind of like meditation and they go like in depth with like what you're afraid of and they try and help you work past your fears but they do it in therapy mm. it's actually really um, for right now, I just try to manage it on my own and I think I do an okay job, but unfortunately people who suffer from anxiety will suffer from it for the rest of their lives. Although it is manageable, it is not curable and it isn't always manageable. Um, I wouldn't say that mine is manageable. I just am saying that because I don't want to take anything else because <laughs> I'm too scared. But yeah, so there are medications, there's therapy, there's other, I'm sure there's a million other things you could do to manage your anxiety. I just choose not to. <laughs> yeah, I think I had suggested meditation to you um, a little while ago. And I think you have your Calm app, right? Yeah. I don't want to pay for it, though. I'm trying to see if I can find, like, a free meditation, um, like, channel on Spotify because I think they have those. Are you looking for, like, guided meditation or just music or something? No, like, guided meditation. Ah, okay. I wouldn't be able to just do it on my own because I'm lazy. Yeah. And I'm I'm really, I'm not, like, scared to commit to meditation. I'm just, like, my mind's always going, 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 going. Like, yeah. I can do yoga. Like, I do yoga, but it's so, I have to sit there the whole time and tell myself, just do it. Just do it. Like, what else do you really need to do today? That's my thing. Because it, with my anxiety, I try and always just keep moving. Because if my mind stops, that's when I'm like, like, something's wrong. I shouldn't be feeling this calm, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that I have a lot of anxiety, like, about our friendship as well. Um, I just, I don't know. Just from what I've seen with you, I feel like there's a lot of anxiety about, like, I'll leave one day or, like... I'll just stop talking to you or I won't be friends or so with you or something like that. Like, yeah, I think that there's like a lot going on with that too. I don't know. I'm, what are you trying to say, Michelle? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I have attachment. I have attachment issues. That's, I mean, me and Kiwi. It's part of I my, do too. <laughs> it's, part of my, it's part of my anxiety, I think, because Nick, Nick says that to me all the time. Like if, he's gone and he's not like texting me I'll instantly be like why isn't he talking to me like who who is he talking to that he's not talking to me but it's it's part of like my anxiety that I'm trying to work through I love you <laughs> but yeah if you like ignore me and not in a bad way I just I'm like uh oh does she not want to be my friend like I is she know. mad at me I'm constantly apologizing for things that I don't need to apologize I know, I'm for. Like, girl, we've started a podcast. Um. <laughs> I, like, we're committed. Like we're in this. I'm not leaving. You know. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. See, and here we go apologizing for things. Again. Yeah. Again. <laughs> girl, it's fine. Like 
we're both living it's fine yeah it's totally fine. no it's just so I think that um my my anxiety is just really bad so but yeah we're just gonna take a short break to hear from our sponsor for the week on to panic attack episodes because this one is gonna take the longest oh yeah let's talk about this yeah so I had my first experiences with these when I was in Colorado <laughs> Okay. Did I know I think you? I, yeah, you did. I've told you this story. This this was the first one that happened right when I first moved to Colorado. It was when me and Dustin were going out partying with his army friends. And I'm I I'll, totally don't remember this story. So you tell. I'm, yeah. Okay. Well, then you're in for a rude awakening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, okay. What happens with my panic attacks is I basically get an extreme sense of fear and it's like the world around me starts to grow silent in a way. I I kind of just am only able to focus on my heart pounding and my ears like block everything else out. It's really, really hard to explain. But my entire body basically gets tingly and hot like I said before. And when this happens, I'll try to eat or drink or lay down or do anything right away to stop it. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. These specific, this specific incident. Oh no, this was before I was in Colorado. This was right before I moved down to Colorado. Oh. Actually, two months before I moved down to Colorado, I was at my big sister's house. Yeah, this was right after I graduated. I was. I remember trying to eat some bread. So basically, what had happened was I got my belly button pierced, and we were drinking and we were smoking weed. Rebel Jamie. Girl, I know. you should never get your belly button pierced. That's how all this started. Basically, so literally, like, we had smoked a bunch. I'm so sorry, you guys. I hate, I don't like talking about this, but we had smoked a bunch, drank, and then she pierced my belly button. And then I remember, like, I started feeling like I was too not okay. So I got up and I go to walk to the bathroom because I was like, I need to just move. And um, I grabbed a piece of bread. <laughs> I, I ate like half of it. I walked to the bathroom and I started to walk back out and it was like everything grew really quiet and I started to get like tunnel vision and I remember grabbing the wall and I'm slowly walking to the kitchen and I make it to the chair and I put my hand on the chair and all of a sudden I'm just on the ground and I look up and my sister and her husband are laughing at me. <laughs> what and her husband's like he's not here anymore r.i.p i miss him every day but um he i remember him looking down at me and he was like do you want a pillow <laughs> oh my god that's so mean <laughs> i know my big sister just laughing at me she's like what the heck happened to you <laughs> so you pass out on the floor and they're just like hey do you want a pillow? Yeah, literally. He's like, do you want a pillow? And they're just, like, laughing at me. They're like, what are you doing? And I told my sister what happened, and she just, like, laughs. And then she's like, maybe you should drink some water. <laughs> well, honestly, like, thanks. it is kind of, like, a weird, like, oh, are you okay? Or... <laughs> no, like, when I think back on it, it is kind of funny because it, like, just happened so fast. Like, they were probably watching me walk from the bathroom. Like, what, is, what is she doing? And I, like, obviously couldn't really see, you know, because I had tunnel vision. And I'm just, like, sitting there trying to breathe. And they're just probably like, is she haunted? Like, what is, is she haunted? Going on? 
Yeah, so that was the first panic attack that I got. The second one was I was in when was when I was in Colorado. Me and Dustin went to a party down on South Academy by um, Pikes Peak by the college. So that's the the ex boyfriend, right? Yeah, he's not my boyfriend anymore. Sorry, guys. My ex ex my two exes ago. <laughs> <laughs> the discovered boyfriend is now yeah. gone. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, party. We, we went to a party okay. with a bunch of his army friends, their wives and everything, and we were smoking and we were drinking. And I was just sitting there up back on the the back patio, just sitting in a chair. And I felt fine, actually, for, like, the first hour. But out of nowhere, I started thinking about, like, how high I was and how drunk I was getting and I started to slowly panic. And it, this one was actually pretty severe. Like, this is the worst panic attack I've ever had. Gosh. I remember sitting there, and I looked over at Dustin. And he actually got really mad at me. Because I was like, hey, will you please go to the bathroom with me? Like, I need to go to the bathroom. And I don't remember what else I said, but I, I asked him if he would go to the bathroom with me. And he actually got really mad. Because at first he was like, no, I'm sitting here partying. And I was like please, please, like, I need to go to the bathroom. Like, will you please go with me? And he was fine. He finally was like, oh, fine, I'll fucking go with you. And I just knew something was going to happen. And I wanted to get some air, and I wanted to get away from everybody. And I felt comfortable, obviously, with him, because I didn't know anybody. I didn't know the house or where the bathroom was. Right. So, yeah, I just couldn't help the feeling. Like, I was feeling very desperate, and I, it was just... I wish I could explain the feeling, but I just, it was very intense, and I was just full-blown having a a panic attack. Like, my heart was pounding, and I felt like I was going to die, I guess. But everything was just in slow motion. We started walking through the crowd. There was a lot of people, and I remember I was trying so hard to focus on just getting inside. We make it to the steps, and the next thing I remember is hearing people asking, like, is she okay? Is she alive? Like, it was dark. And it's kind of like when you're, you feel, it's kind of like when you're sleeping, but you have, like, um, you're not sleeping. Have you ever had that happen to you where you feel like you're dreaming and you're trying to, like, wake yourself up, but you can't? Yeah, that's the most terrifying feeling. Oh, my God, it's terrifying. Yeah, so that's kind of how it was. Like, everybody was talking, asking if I was okay, if I was alive, if I was breathing. And I finally freaking die girl yeah I would finally get my eyes open and Dustin's holding me remember we got to the stairs so we were at the top of the stairs I remember I was actually like right before I blacked out I kind of started to like lose my balance and I was like swaying back and forth and he he like grabbed me before I fell off of the fucking stairs it was three steps stairs yeah so he grabbed me and he basically got us to the bottom of the stairs and my feet were still on the stairs and he was holding me and he was asking me if I was okay. He's like, Jamie, are you okay? And everyone was like, oh my God, like freaking out. And all of a sudden I remember I just started bawling because there's all these people around me. Like I didn't know what happened. And I, it was just, he, he brought me inside. We go down to the basement and Everyone's asking me again, like, if I need water. The house owner's wife is, like, asking me if I'm okay. I think she got actually a little mad because I, like, took all the attention yeah. at the party. 
But yeah, we ended up leaving and we went back home and Dustin told me that I basically had like, he told me that it looked like I had a seizure. Like my eyes rolled wow. in the back of my head. With, they do, they do roll into the back of your head if you pass out. But he said that I was like convulsing a little and I was like making these really, he said that I was kind of like when you, you know, when you have a seizure, like you convulse. So he said that I was convulsing and he said that I was moaning. So obviously not like a sexual moaning, but like, right. in, like an, like an in pain moaning. And, yeah, so it was the scariest attack I've ever had. <laughs> and thinking about it kind of, like, makes my face red because I'll never forget it, ever. It was <sighs> it was quite scary. <laughs> I thought I told you that. No, I don't think that you had told me about that, girl! Do you know how dangerous it is to fall, like, downstairs like that? that, that, that so dangerous! I couldn't help it. Well, I couldn't, it's not like I was like, hey, I'm going to fall down these stairs today. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I have two, so there's two more experiences that I've had since then. Those were the only two that I had for a long time before I came back to Minnesota. So, the last two that, well, I guess three now, but the last two I've had were in the last few years. So, in 2016 was my third experience. With having a panic attack. And this one I was hospitalized. This was shortly after I can shortly before I conceived Mason. So in 2016, I got pregnant with Mason at the end of 2016 in November. So this was like September or October actually. Um a week prior to this, I was having severe anxiety because I actually was on anxiety medication. I was on Zoloft. And um I was on 50 for a really long time, and I actually did love it. Like, it was doing me wonders, and then I had them up it to 100, and that's when it started because 100 is a really, really high dose. So I kind of just stopped at cold turkey because I was having brain zaps. What? And my Yeah. Have, have you ever heard of that? No. It's very common. It's a side effect in anxiety medication. So you feel kind of like your brain is, like, zapping, and you, you get mind fog. Okay, I've heard of the mind fog, but the brain zapping weird yeah it's it's a weird feeling and I just I did not like it so I stopped cold turkey and I remember um I was laying in bed watching chopped (laughs) Chopped. (laughs) yes and I just remember having an intense feeling of fear and dread like once again I I thought I was gonna die I was uncomfortable and the feeling was just uncontrollable I I remember I got out of bed and I walked to the bathroom. Nick was getting um, ready for work because this was when he worked overnights at holiday. And um, I actually had to be up at work, up for work at four o'clock in the morning. But I remember going in there and I was like, Nick. And he's like, yeah. And I was crying so bad. And I was like, I think I need to go to the hospital. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not okay. Like something's wrong. I was like, I need help. And I'm scared. And um, he basically told me to go to the hospital if I needed to go. So I drove to Robbinsdale at North Memorial, which is actually where I was born. Funny story. (laughs) Wow. It's a half-hour drive, but it's the only hospital that I'll go to for myself. Um, They just have really, they really, they have good doctors. But when I got there, I remember literally, like, hitting the walls. I was crying, and um, I couldn't wait for them to come get me because they give you beepers. So I went up to the nurse station. I was like, please, I can't wait to be beeped. I need to be seen now. So they took me into a room immediately, thankfully. Um, The nurse 
this was probably the best nurse I've ever had, actually. And it was a male nurse. He came in and he told me that I was showing all the signs of a panic attack or anxiety. He he calmed me down as much as he could and he was giving me magnesium, which I was doing research and magnesium is the best medicine you wow. can ever take. If you're having anxiety, you can get it in pills. It's natural. Your body produces magnesium and it doesn't make you feel weird or do anything weird to you. I, once again, just don't like taking pills, but he gave me magnesium, fluids, and something else to help me sleep. And he just talked to me until I fell asleep. So it was really fast, really nice. And they admitted me and I woke up the next morning and drove myself home. So. Wow. I can't believe that. (laughs) Are you surprised? A little bit. Yes, I am very surprised. (laughs) So you've never never told me any of these stories. Like what is happening right now? I mean, I'm kind of glad that I never told you these because you're hearing them firsthand, just like all of our listeners. Uh, yeah, that is true. So I feel like, like, in some ways, like, that's really good. So I'm hearing it firsthand, just like all the other listeners are. But I'm just kind of like, girl, you've never told me this. Just like, I, I don't never like told you about that one thing that we're not going to talk about right now. But it's like, yeah. there's so many secrets I feel like we <laughs> Well, the thing is with anxiety is not everyone believes you. Yeah. That's true. And that's really hard with anxiety. Really, really hard. Because a lot of people are just like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, she's making it up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. But no, honey. This is real. He can have sex. <laughs> He's been doing it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> it's very scary. So, that was in 2016. Oh, my God. The, yeah. So, they happen quite often. But... So the last one that happened before the one that I talked about in the beginning of this episode actually happened December of 2018. Oh, my gosh. So, it's, so I'm, I feel like I get them every, like, year or so is kind of, like, the trend. Oh, okay. So I didn't talk about this in my migraine episode, but this is this is interesting because every year I have one episode where I yeah. just I feel like I'm dying. Like, I hate my yeah. life. You know what I mean? Like, Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a so. Maybe you're having anxiety too. You know, honestly, when I have my migraines, like the only thing I can think about is like I want to die. Like that's it. Yeah. That's, and it's not like a negative, like I'm gonna die and like panicking. It's more like just, just kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I feel. So, yeah. but that is that is kind of funny that you have like your bad migraines once a year. I have my bad panic it's attacks weird. like. I don't know, man. I don't know. But, yeah, the last time I had a panic attack was in, it was December 2018. It was actually right before Christmas. Like, I think it was in the beginning of December, if I remember correctly. But, so, actually, the day before I got it, I had a tooth pulled, and... That whole experience, I think I remember telling you about where I was constantly going to the dentist like every freaking week. I went to the University of Minnesota and everything for it. Did I tell you about that? No. Okay, whatever. That that was a whole long story. So basically, I had to go to the University of Minnesota to have them basically call my dentist and force them to pull my tooth because my dentist would not freaking pull it. And there was something wrong with my nerve. They didn't believe me. I actually went in to go get it pulled. And the lady's like, well, I can do this. 
but I don't think it's going to do anything for you. And guess what? Pulled it. A week later, it healed. Yeah, no I pain I ever again. remember the story. Yeah, I've never had any pain ever again. It was my tooth. My tooth was dying. The root was dying. But my dentist would not believe me because they were a-holes. <laughs> anyway. As dentists are. Yes. <laughs> so I got this tooth pulled, thankfully. And I was in a lot of pain from it. I think I got dry socket, but I didn't go to the dentist to confirm. It was the worst pain ever. But I took ibuprofen early that morning at work. Because at that point in time, I was fine with taking medication. And then I think this is what sparked it to where I can't take it again. Because mm-hmm. I had this panic attack. Yeah. But I took an 800 milligram in the morning at work. And then we went out to dinner. We went to... Can't remember what it's called. Anyway, we went out to dinner. On our way home, Nick kept trying to talk me into taking an ibuprofen. Yeah. And I was just like, I really don't want to. I took one earlier. Like, blah, blah, blah. So finally... And I was having anxiety about taking it. I took it anyway. This is where my anxiety gets really bad. If I do something, even though I'm already, like, worried about it and I do it, it's, like, all downhill from there. So I took it. We get home. And, yeah. Right after we got home, I basically started straight up fucking panicking. (laughs) I tried to throw the pill up, like, four times. Oh, my God. would not come up like I was crying I was walking to and from the kitchen to the bathroom I finally decided I finally decided to lay down because I didn't want to have to go to the hospital because Nick had to work in the morning and I had Mason um I was laying in bed with Nick and the entire time he kept telling me I was annoying and then I needed to just relax and then I I was basically frustrating him oh that's so sad I was shaking so bad that the whole bed was shaking like, you know that feeling when you're really cold and you just can't, like, you just can't get warm? Yes. Yeah. It was, it was really bad. I was crying and shaking uncontrollably oh and I was hot and I was having cold flashes and I was trying to just fall asleep. So I actually put headphones on and I put on my <laughs> Twilight instrumentals. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did fall asleep, but... It was, it's kind of like when you have a migraine, like you're just fucking miserable yes. and you just oh want God. anything to just fall asleep. Right. Like, so yeah, um, you, that was the last one. It wasn't the worst one. You finally fell asleep and then like everything, wait, you wake up and like everything's okay and just, yeah. Yeah you, yeah, you wake up the next day and you're like, well, I feel stupid, but it's like real in that moment. Oh my God, that's horrible. <laughs> I hate that. That would be... Yeah. Oh, my God. It sucks even worse when your boyfriend's, like, annoyed at you for it and he doesn't understand why you... it's like, you don't choose to be like this. Like, this isn't a choice. So you're just, like, going to wake up and be like, you know what? I'm going to feel like shit today. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. It just... It makes me really sad because it's like... I wouldn't wish this on... Your worst enemy. My worst yeah. enemy. I, I, it's the yeah. worst feeling. If Satan himself was in front of me and, like, telling me where... I, I, I would not wish a, wish a migraine upon him, like, ever. It's horrible. Yeah. I, I wouldn't wish my anxiety on him either because no matter how... Who you are as a person, like, it is... It will bring you the fuck down. Like, <laughs> it will... It, will it, it tears you down. Like, it really does. Yeah, so does the migraine. I feel you. Like, 100%, I feel you, girl. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. do, is, is this something that's, like, in your family? Or, like, what... My dad has panic attacks and anxiety. My dad, he's been on medication for... 
10, 12 years, and he will have panic attacks. Like um, last year, actually, around the same time I had my panic attack, my mom called me because my dad actually... My dad was having really bad anxiety, and he will not take, like, um, Xanax, which is what I have. I get prescribed it. Um, he woke up, and he was having such a bad panic attack, he actually left the house, and he walked around town for yeah, four hours. Yeah, told me about that. I feel so bad for him. I do, because oh he... Goodness. It's so hard. Like, it's so hard. And my, my stepmom was like, she doesn't understand it either. Right. Like, she'll try. She'll try to understand it, but she doesn't at the same time. Right. But it, it makes me sad, because my dad has it too like, and like honestly he, it's hard for me to understand yeah. it too like for for you and i feel bad like i really do i'm like man i wish i understood what you're going through but at the same time i'm That's... like i'm happy i don't yeah <laughs> I, you know, i'm happy that you don't have to deal with it either because it's literally debilitating it my little sister has it yeah she can't take medication she's kind of like me with like the eating and drinking and stuff um she had a panic attack really bad when I was with her one time. We were eating, and I felt so bad because she just, like, started crying, and we had to leave. It was really bad. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So it kind of runs – it runs in my family. I think the only person that doesn't have it is my big brother, and I hate him so much <laughs> for it. <laughs> he, he, like, drinks all the time and parties. Literally he has, like, like such – I wouldn't life. wish this on anybody, but, like, fuck my brother for not having this. <laughs> suffering well, with the rest just, of us i guess i'm just like envious because he has such a good life and i'm like i wish i could live like that is the same way like he's never had a migraine and i'm like you asshole <laughs> yeah so it's just like yeah it makes me really sad but it runs in my family unfortunately i don't know i know my mom more is on like the migraine side than the anxiety side <laughs> we have we have sides now guys <laughs> Basically, like my twin sister, she doesn't have anxiety like I do at all. Did you know? So I I joined some um, migraine. Uh, I don't mean to put this like all the way to migraines all the time, but I joined some <laughs> migraine like Facebook pages, and apparently migraines have a ribbon, like the it's like a purple ribbon for migraines. Like the cancer has the pink ribbon. They oh, have a purple. Yeah, they have a purple ribbon, and it's um like migraine strength or something like that. And so I'm thinking about getting like a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or something like that that has it. Maybe anxiety oh. has one too, or an OCD and all that. that. I should do some research. You should, because it would be really cool yes. to be able to sport that and just be like, "Look, I suffer from this, but f it." Anxiety awareness month. <laughs> For real. For real. <laughs> but God, yeah. I I love us going into this and, like, hearing your stories and stuff like that. I suppose, like, my takeaway is just, like, you know, I I wish there was more that I could do to help you, honestly. Yeah. I feel bad. I, I It's fine. Don't feel bad. Did you have any other stories or anything that you wanted to add? I did want to add just a little bit. Okay. Um, I just want to let everyone know... So, these are my experiences with panic attacks. Um, I do also suffer pretty pretty severely from OCD, and, and but I don't think I want to talk about that. I didn't want to talk about that today because I want to kind of make, like, a whole episode on it because it is pretty – you know about my OCD. Yeah, I have a lot of questions about OCD, too. So, we decided that that's just going to be another episode that we're going to talk yeah. about because – I feel like OCD is just so complex on its own that it's not fair yeah. to just discuss it just quickly within this episode. You know, I feel like it needs its own kind of stage, if that makes sense. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to, I'm going to talk about that in another episode, but yeah. So in my notes, I think the, the last little bit I wanted to just tell you guys is that I wish, I do wish my life had more quality, but for a while I don't see that happening. I think anxiety is just something that I'm going to struggle with probably for the rest of my life. Um, or until I can find some better way to cope with my anxiety. Right. And then, yeah, I just, I guess I wanted to know how you felt about all this, but you kind of just been telling me throughout the episode. Yeah, I will, I will put my two cents in whenever I feel like they need to be there. That's fine. (laughs) I'm glad I didn't tell you about any of this, but I am curious, like, how, like, how do you feel hearing about it now? Oh my God. I feel like, oh, I feel like I'm like. Oh my god, there's this whole side of Jamie, like, I don't know. But I also feel like I don't tell you all about my migraine stuff either. Like... You've told me a little bit. Right. But, again, I feel like it's kind of, like, how I was explaining it earlier. Like, it's hard to tell somebody because you don't know if they, like, believe it or if they think that you're, like... But also, like, you're, I'm, like, this is very vulnerable for me. Like, I'm I'm talking to you about my freaking panic attack episode. I know. (laughs) I just, you know, there's so much out there and there's so many people who suffer with this. And I think that it's just so important that we do talk about things like this on the show and we do talk about migraines and we do have episodes for OCD and mental health and stuff like that just because it is so out there and people do experience this. People do have this. And I think it's important to go into like that vulnerable place so that when you know, say somebody's uncle or cousin or maybe their friend, boyfriend, fiance, whoever, they're also experiencing this. They can listen to our episode and maybe this can start a conversation. Maybe this can open that door. Maybe this can start, you know, okay, we have an understanding or something like right. that. If if this so just also... helps one person, then my my whole existence here on earth is like solved. Right. Like we're we're kind of like opening a gate for people like if they're scared mm-hmm. of mean if they don't want to like tell people because they're scared they're going to get judged or something and like yeah i just told you basically my whole life the last <laughs> few years however I many think years you said six or seven years yeah seven yeah. years you know like and michelle isn't judging me so right. this is coming from a really vulnerable place like really vulnerable yeah. and this is really hard for people like even on my migraine episode it's very hard for me to talk about because i get the whole you know, it's just a headache. Get over it. It's not. Yeah. It's debilitating. I want to die. Yeah. It's not fun. But like, like I said, Nick doesn't get it. Like you're gonna get people who don't. Right, and get Brandon it. doesn't really get it either until he sees me in my episodes and he sees me like on the floor, like crying and just feeling like I want to die. Then he's like, "Oh shit." Yeah. He called, he called his mom, who's a nurse at one point, being like, "I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help. I don't know what's going on." Yeah, Nick's mom. <laughs> is really, really great about it. I, I almost had a panic attack one time when I was alone with her, and mm-hmm. she kind of just held me while I cried. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet of her. See, yeah. I love stories like that. I love yeah. that. She, his mom is really, but it's like, <laughs> I only, I don't, you know, I don't have immediate support here. Right, so. and it can be really hard, especially with, you know, a son. Oh, my goodness, you have a little child as well. See, but having him here, it helps a lot because I have to, tell myself that I'm okay because of him right like it's easier to be calm and try and work myself through an episode when he is here so I'll just like bring him in bed or I'll hold him and it it does help because when I hold him you know like 
he's my son. Like, there's a lot of love there, you know? Yeah, and it's just coming from a really good place. See, and here's the thing is I wish so badly that, um, you know, I wish that mine were kind of like that where I could work through it, but, like, I can't. And that's where I, I feel so bad with mine. And I don't mean to keep bringing migraines in, but that's, like, where I'm coming okay, from. fine, but you're, you're alone, you know? You're alone most of the time. That's so true. when things and then happen, it's really hard because, like, Kiwi and the dog is here, and I feel so bad because I can't let Taffy out. I can't take care of the bird. I can't do the things that I need to do. I can't work. There was one time I was alone, and... I, I, I forgot how to make food and how to eat. I just remembered it was important, and I couldn't figure out how to do it. Right. But it was really stressful. So is that everything we've got for today, or did you want to add more? Or I think that's it for now. We'll talk about more in another episode. Definitely, and this is like an ongoing thing. It's not like anxiety just stops. So maybe we'll have some no. anxiety updates, some migraine <laughs> updates. I mean, yeah, you never know. We should definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but before we sign out on the episode, um, I did want to talk a little bit about something real quick. Okay, that's fine. Mason just woke up, so he's going to be crying a little bit. <laughs> that's okay. That's me in <laughs> math class. All right. Anyway, so. You know how I use the Headspace app all the time? Yeah. It's like my favorite thing ever. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing ever is like the Headspace app. And you were talking about how you can't find an app? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I just signed up for the family plan. So now you have an app to use. (gasps) No way. Yeah. So I'm going to send you an invite right now so that you're able to use the Headspace app with me and it's guided meditation. Oh my God, look at you. (laughs) Yeah, so we can meditate together if you want to or separately. By the way, guys, this is not sponsored. No. But But, oh my God, I'm so excited. Yes, so at least it's not a cure, obviously, but it is something that can help you get through an episode, hopefully. And there's a Mm -hmm. lot of really great stuff on there. Really excited to talk with you about it. Yay, I can't wait. Yay, I'm super excited for you to start trying it because it's going to be... I'm going to try it today. Oh, girl, yes. So you're going to get the invite as soon as we're done with this episode, and then we can go into headspace and how to use that and all those kinds of fun things yay i'm excited me too all right so that's the that's all that i've got on this episode all right yay yay so i we will i hope you all enjoyed today's episode it was very scary but michelle always helps me come through (laughs) always Yes, this is what friends are for. Just so you know, this is how to be supportive of somebody who does suffer from anxiety. This is what you kind of do is just talk with them. This follow Michelle's lead. So <laughs> you don't have to buy your friend's headspace app or anything like that, but it does help. <laughs> All right, so we'll see you guys in the next episode. And um yeah, remember that this is the last episode of season one, so season two is starting in two weeks. One week from now, Yay. we will have our season two up. So we cannot wait, you guys. We have a new intro and everything for you guys. Oh, it's gonna be so much fun! But we will see you guys next time. Bye. See you next week.